I don't know about you, but whenever I read the so-called Johannine literature, these letters of John on the topic of love, it can sound to my ears like pie in the sky. It sounds so ethereal, so abstract, like William Blake staring at the sun and saying, claiming he sees an army of angels, or like little children sitting around the campfire singing Kumbaya, or even like us, singing Wesley's eloquent words, love divine, all loves excelling, joy of heaven to earth come down. But for John, nothing could be further from the truth because we shall see him as he is, John says, not like a ghost, not an abstraction, but with flesh and blood and bones. As poetic as he can be for John, love is concrete. It is real. It has flesh and blood and bones. And it is fitting for us here now to hear John speak of love because impending departures can make us wax a little nostalgic about the loves we may be leaving behind. Because since last Wednesday, some of us might be waxing a little nostalgic about the loves that bind this campus community together. And there are some among us who are contemplating another kind of departure, one that might be coming earlier than they anticipated. They too, I suspect, hear something very concrete, very real, when they hear John speak of love. John knows how love operates in our lives. He can count its ways. He can name it in his own native tongue by its various names. There is that philia among us, that brotherly and sisterly love that binds friends and family, that multiplies our joys, that divides our sorrows among those who share its embrace. And there is that eros among us, not in the way that the world understands it, more as porneia than true love, but I'm thinking of those desires, those passions in our heart of hearts that animate our every action, those passions that brought many of you here to this place to learn to be about the work of ministry, to follow the Spirit's lead, to be co-workers in the kingdom of God. If we do not feel that kind of vocational eros among us, we better check our pulse and make sure we're still alive. But John also knows the other reality of love, that where human flesh and blood 
and bones are involved, our loves often and inevitably fail. They fail us. We fail each other. Betrayal, hostility, indifference, violence, lawlessness, John calls it. Our loves break down as we build up walls, as we come into conflict with each other and even within ourselves. And perhaps nobody knows better than John, the Patmos of exile, when our loves fail. And that's why John leaves the last love for us here, now. The love that he calls by its only name, a love that only one can give while the rest of us can only receive it. His native tongue knows it as agape. See what agape the Father has shown us. John says, it is a love that we can only know as a gift because its source is between a father and a son and a son to his father and their love to the spirit and the spirit's love to them. It is the agape between one and three and three in one, which is why when we receive it as the gift that it is, well, is never-ending. It is always overflowing, and when we receive it, we can only help but share it with one another. For John, this agape, too, is as concrete and as real as any other. It has flesh and blood and bones This love is as real as the beloved disciple resting his head upon his Lord's shoulder as they share a last meal. It is as real as when that same disciple receives from the cross his Lord's mother to make a new home, a new family, little children of us all, beloved, agape of God. See what agape, the Father's love, has shown us, John says. It is as real as the marks on the hands and feet of a dead man. It is as real as that dead man standing before us now. He is alive. And he is as real as we shall one day be. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.